This is Drake Digital with Drake West and Sid in the morning. Keep up with the shows and podcasts at drakehallmemphis.com. Hello, hello. It is Monday, March 20th. Spring break is over. Ha ha. Back to the real world. It's our fault. Uh, but good luck with today being Monday and it's cold and the Tigers lost. Everybody's bummed out. But we have fun stories and we'll uh, look forward to playing you some songs. Any text you have, 8789420. I uh, Sid found this. Uh, your phone has uh, more apps on it than you probably need. I don't know how they get on my phone, but they do. I don't use any of them. I use some of them. Not, not very much. I don't want to. There's an app. What app? The story asked. Do Americans want to delete over any other, even Facebook? They want this off their phone. I can't even guess. I Wesley, kind of would have I I don't know. I'm looking over what's on mine. Pornhub. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh God. It's that the Klingon version. For Wesley to know. <laughs> Soft porn version. Ah! Right? There's no oh to tell you. <laughs> Klingon version. God, I don't know. All right, you're I'm... both wrong. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. You don't want to get. I would have thought Twitter or maybe Facebook because oh you know Facebook is so old and it's not for young people or allegedly but this some security website uh, analyzed the internet search trends for the 30 most popular apps which it doesn't mention what 30 those are to see which ones people were trying to dump the most and it found more than 900,000 searches over a recent six-month period that people tried to figure out how to delete or deactivate this app and Facebook actually was a far second with 385,000 people, then Snapchat, then Twitter. Talking about Instagram. Really? I thought that was really hot right now and popular. Yeah. Uh, 900,000 searches over six months of people trying to figure out how to delete or deactivate Instagram. Okay. So what is, if you're into this kind of stuff, and I am not, uh, Wes is not, many people are not, what is the unique attraction to Instagram that nothing else has. I mean, it's, it's mostly you. Okay. First of all, it's a picture. You have to, you can't just always make a post a on there. It's always, a, it always involves a picture Kitties or, or video puppies or penises or whatever, whatever. I mean, it has to, that's what the gram part is, I guess, or instant, whatever, but it's got to involve a picture. You can't just type something and hit post on Instagram. You, it, it is a picture or video. In other words, so as opposed to Facebook or Twitter, you can just say something. You don't have to include a picture. Instagram, you are forced to. But it's it's also, you can, the more people you want to draw to your post, you put hashtags on it. Like for us, I put hashtag oh, Drake Memphis, life, hashtag people. Drake Digital, hashtag Memphis, hashtag Memphis, oh, Tennessee. You know, God. and you can do that on others too, but I think Instagram is, the, is, the, is huge with hashtags. But so why now, would this be a mass exodus from Instagram now? I don't know. Because is it repetitive? Facebook, is it the same? Is there nothing that fun? The attraction is over. The bloom is off the rose for whatever reason. Well, I don't know if TikTok is, you know, TikTok, TikTok was the is most downloaded app thing. globally in the United States last year. Instagram was the second most downloaded, though. So it's kind of weird because Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and TikTok are the apps Americans use most. Uh, on, How many and are people on are, on, phones, according to the are on Instagram? 
Do you know? In the millions? Oh, oh, how many total? I don't know. Well, then, so 900,000 isn't that much if it's, you know, 40 billion people it could on be it. billions, yeah. But I just thought that was just weird. I, th I figured it would be, like I said, I figured it'd be Twitter because it's so full of hate, it seems, or Facebook. I just, I don't know. Mm. I think that, that, that the people have maybe reached the saturation point for too much information and the lack of privacy has finally sunk into some of these people that have none whatsoever. I mean, I I have, um, the past couple of days, it has shocked me. I What, what was I doing? I, uh... I signed up for something, a newspaper out of town. I wanted to get oh, um, rollingstone.com. I signed up for that to get the you know, news and stuff and to be able to access the site and something else. And I never put my phone number in the thing. It's the address. It's the thing. Here's your money. And both of them automatically added my phone number. Oh, wow. Yeah. What? All right. So I, you know, when when did this happen? When you were signing up on it in in the field in in the in the big page yeah. where you sign up? The, no, I didn't sign up for anything. Uh, my wife had it had already used the site before, and I used her login and her password. So I was on this thing, and I'm filling in her information uh, as the login, and then I put our address and all that stuff, and then it. It, it added my phone number automatically. See, what I'm thinking is there's sometimes on your computer, your computer will remember all that information. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and so it, what, it probably wasn't Rolling Stone that knew your phone number. It was right. probably your computer presuming you wanted to go ahead and put your phone number in there. So it just did it for you. Well, um, when I sign up for anything or order anything anymore, um, I have it, it just it will all it just fills in, in everything. Uh, you know, it's just right there. It's my email, my name, my mm -hmm. address. It all just does it automatically. Yeah. Not the phone number, though. But over time, this machine, and I blame Microsoft for this, they add the <laughs> phone number to it, whether I ask them or not. So this is why we have, there's no security. This is why I come back around. People are tired of having no privacy for any reason ever because of the internet and because of all these social media sites. And it's it's unnerving to me. I don't like it. That's why I don't have any of this crap and don't want it ever. Because she has everything on her phone, not TikTok, but all the rest of this crap. So if yeah. I want any, any answers, I'll ask her. But I, I, it's, I think it's ridiculous. But anyway, that's just... So Instagram is losing their luster. Well, that, that's a heartbreaker or for people me. People are trying to lose it. Yeah. I mean, Wes is right. If you have put your phone number in even once for anything, even like for a, a maybe, even for something like a, not some subscription for some entertainment, I mean, it will remember and try to, you know, put it in there when you're filling stuff out. Even well, your address, yeah. your zip code, yeah. everything. Yeah, it's crazy. I, one one more of my antics over the weekend, I went in, into Sam's Club and I always pull my card out and I show it to the chick and I put it, I just it put it back in my wallet in the flap and I hold it in my hand as I walk fast to get the <laughs> hell out of there quickly. So I walked to the back to the meat department to find some, some, I don't know what it was. So I walked from there to the pharmacy, which was about, I don't know, two and a half miles and, um, I get up there and I get my stuff and I go to pay for it and the Sam's Club card is gone. Whoa. 
You dropped it? So I know them there pretty well, and they just put in their own card, and they just... So I thought, let me retrace my steps. So I walked back <laughs> to where I, where, I, where I had been, and who do I run right into but the dude with a giant broom that's about eight feet across. He's pushing all the dirt and God knows what oh, else, gosh. like my card. So I walked back around the entire place. There's no card because the floor is spotlessly clean. So I go up to the service uh, thing, um, you know, just embarrassed because I've, I've lost four now in about a year. And <laughs> I said, uh, maybe three. Uh, and uh, I said, I was, I just got my stuff and I, Seem to have lost my card, and she's she's you know, and she's used to this stuff, because that store is also just full of, I mean, drooling vegetables, and um, she says, I so I give her my a cell phone number, not in here, and I said, well, my name is, and she said the phone number in here is, it was a home phone number from twenty years ago, <laughs> and, and I said, how can that be in there? When I have been coming to this store for at least 20 years, she said, you never change your number because nobody ever asked you for it. Yeah. So now so I know what my story. old home phone number was, but I don't remember <laughs> it now because I don't care. Oh, yeah, man. I, I just should never leave the house. This is why we're all becoming slugs because people can bring anything to you from booze to drugs I mean, booze to groceries to, I mean, you, I mean, you name it, it can be brung to your house. So why ever go out? If it will ever get warm to get outside and breathe some fresh air, maybe our attitudes will change and we'll all calm down. Everybody's a bit agitated. <laughs> yeah, well. This is Drake Digital. Okay, Wes has one we should listen to. This is a five-second test to see whether you're aging well or not yes. let's hear this I'm gonna it's it's really so and and i i tried it and i'll tell you what my result was uh here right. at the end it's very simple what you do is you start in a standing position so you are standing okay. up and then what you do is you sit down in a cross-legged position on the floor so make sure you have enough space to sit down and that then happened. then you rise <laughs> back up into a standing position no, That's no, no. it. That's the entire test. Thing is, though, every time you use a hand, a knee, a forearm to accomplish the task, you have to subtract one point. So if you're able to sit down what? like that and stand back up with just using your your core and leg muscles, that's a 10. The goal, it says, is to land around eight points or better. I don't know why it says around because it's there's no delineation here except solid points. So eight points or better. And it's an, it says it's an effective indicator of health because you have to have strong cardiovascular health, good yeah. balance, agility, flexibility, core and leg strength to be able to complete it. Says uh, this doctor who w works for uh, NBC News uh, in their medical division. It was I was going to try this, but I'm, I'm going to die right now. I know. So you can only use your, your feet, your legs, your knees, your butt. You can't use you can't anything use, else. You can't use your knees. You, I'm trying this. Yeah. You can't use... You can't use your knees. And this was based off a study uh, in the European Journal of Preventative Cardiology. And oh, they they're found foreigners. What are they? They're wrong, <laughs> as always. They said that this test was a significant uh, predictor of mortality in participants between the ages of 51 to 80. And with the caveat, if you're injured, if you've got back pain, or if you're just tired, 
Or just not into it. Yeah. Yeah. Then then you're not going to be doing your best results. So you just have to find a healthy window to give it your best shot. And the the deal is, if you if you can't do this, uh, or if you you score like a five, this is something that this is a baseline that you can talk to your doctor about to see if it's an indicator that something's really wrong. And or if you're old. I'm, well, I'm not buying this. I, what I dread the most is getting down on my hands and knees to look under something. That's where oh my God, knees. That. That's what I hate the most. Well, because I just afraid I'll get I'll get stuck there and can't get up again. Because <laughs> my knees are just a joke. Ditto. One well, of them is. See, but that's that's an indicator of these things. And when I tried it, I. I, I tried sitting down and I was working real hard to not use my hands, elbows, knees or whatever. And I came down and tumbled off to one side. So I think it's unreasonable. I don't think guys can do this unless they're 20 or younger. Because so you sit I down just... without using your hands, you cross your legs and get up with no hands. That's that's yeah. if you can do that if you can do it with without the hands that's a ten that's perfect. Well, that's, you have to put your feet that's, out and put your knees absurd. together and get up no. and it's a but, pain in the ass and I no. just hurt my back <laughs> and I used to could do it but I swear to God I just did it and you're not going to believe me until I do a video and show you. But we could do a, it probably twenty ass. years ago without any question but yes I can see us now you know calling your doctor and and they say okay uh, what's wrong with you. Well, I heard this thing on the radio about <laughs> well, sitting, sitting, I broke my left leg in two places and my right. neck is all jacked up. Well, can I come in? You, I mean, you talk to you, you're seeing your doctor like once a year anyway. It's something that you can bring no, up not. when he says, "Do you have any concerns?" I got an eight. I had to use my hand to get down, and I had to use a uh, hand to get up. Well, so uh, today I walked. I walked today a lot faster than I usually do, and it was inspiring. I lifted, I, I did some weights and some machines, and that was enough. And I can do that, and but I, I'm not going to even try that. It, it sound, I'm afraid I will be in pieces up here, and it's and probably not good for your knees either. My ass get up. Uh, yeah, your your fear my about is like going south bad. Your fear about yeah getting on your hands and knees it reminded me of something my a couple uh, for like two weeks now my dad has been looking for this little it's not his wallet but it's a little folding wallet like thing and he has a bunch of important cards and records in there and he had it last time in the room where the computer is and he was has been looking for it for like two weeks and I was over there uh-huh. on Sunday. And I thought, it's it's got to be in there if he's been looking every place. He told me about he was unfolding clothes, thinking he stuck it in a pocket and folded them back up, forgetting it was yeah. there, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah. And uh-huh. I, I thought, it's got it's got to be that he just, it, it fell off, and when he got up from the computer, he accidentally kicked it uh, maybe under the couch. And so, and he's not going to be able to get on his floor, the floor low, to be able to do it. So that's what I did. I was on my belly on the floor in this computer room looking under <laughs> desk and, and furniture and found, found it under the couch. So, Good. Oh, my goodness. I, I, so there was a win there, but I don't, I don't know that he would have ever found it under there. So it's good well, to be able I, to get on the floor yeah. and get back up. Yeah, I, yeah, I do it yeah. very, very gingerly. But when I put my knees on the bare floor, that's the problem. Um, but then getting back yeah, up barely, isn't, that, uh-uh. isn't that hard, but... Uh, well, that's a lie too, but yeah. But your father is how old? My father is uh, almost ninety. 
Oh, wow. That, that's about my age. So that's why I can't do it either. So. <laughs> you lie. My dad's Shoot. 92 and I'm right behind him. So I was, he had me and he was very young. Now, it, it uh, I mean, you can stretch and you can walk outside and do all your stuff. and But something like that is a, it really does tell a tale. I'm, I'm, I, I may try it. I may not. It's all the right. hardest crap on your knees. Uh, it's, it's, it's heck on your knees and. I don't know. Uh, all the parts begin to go at, at some point, and they just wear out. That's the way it, things are. Sid has a story about things that, that we do as Americans in movies and in TV that make no sense to those that aren't from here. Tell me what this this is. One, it's just a bunch of people who have tweeted about it. Do Americans, one person says, do Americans actually call their friends' parents like Mrs. So-and-so, or is that just a thing in the movies? Because I call my friends' parents by their first names, she says. It uh, depends upon, I guess, you know. Yeah, I don't know. age and a lot. I always, yeah. It was always, I guess, Mrs. or Mr. if they weren't great friends of your parents. I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, to be uh, polite. Uh, Zephy says, do Americans really have the last four digits of their social memorized, or is that just one of those TV things to save time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. But um, we do. And so I asked you two, because in college, I didn't do it on purpose, but I memorized it then. I guess we had to show it so many times or know it so many times or you know, tell them. I don't know. Um, Ryan says, do Americans really care about Halloween, or is that a TV show <laughs> thing? <laughs> Obsessed, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just something. It's just a, you know, fun distraction. Ask Wes. Yeah. yeah. Wes kills yeah. someone every Halloween. It's a, it's a fact. <laughs> and the That's universe is still here. You're welcome. No one notices <laughs> ever. Killer Quinn says, "Do Americans actually heat up water in the microwave, or is that just in TV shows?" I do it for oatmeal. I do it sometimes. I don't like to do it, but I do it. Oh, Let it boil. Yeah. I That's but too much trouble. You, I boil it over and then I have to freaking clean the microwave. Yeah. Um, Lily, Lilia says, why do Americans chew pills like they're sweets in the movies? Yeah, I don't understand that. I, it's Anywhere. gross to me. Aspirin tastes awful when you chew it. Ew, I don't know, I know who it is. I don't know who it is that, uh, that you know, chews pills a, in real life. There's a lot that are made to be chewable, though. Yeah, well, gummies but, are, but I mean, I, I guess, but... But, but that, those aren't in the movies, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. It doesn't seem like they would be. Um, CR says, do Americans really not say goodbye when ending a phone call? All these TV shows, they just hang up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird TV thing right there. That's a, a top thing. show thing just to be cool. Out. Mm -hmm. or, or the, or the, or they just hit the, yeah. Abrupt. Tara, yeah, yeah. Tara says, do Americans really not take off their shoes when they enter a house? Or is that just another weird thing from movies? No, so, so, no. I mean, anybody that insists upon that, I'm leaving. I I don't. I'm not going to tear your floors up. You know, it's just. See, I, well, I, mean, I it's their house. I love it and, when people do that. I, I mean, no, people don't do that, but I love it when kids do that because, like, we had friends from well, Michigan. Kids, yeah, yeah. And they and they were taught to do that if they as they they taught their kids to do that when they went over to somebody's house, and I, I well, appreciated that. Sometimes I uh, um. We'll walk through cat puke, and then I'm asked to please Ugh. wash my shoes off, um, or you know mud from outside. But I don't make it a habit to take my. Sh I, I don't know about that. 
That's you know, yeah. each to his own. I don't care. Yeah. It beats walking through cat vomit, you know, barefoot, I guess. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, Maddie says, why do Americans in films always wind down with, quote, a nice steaming mug of cocoa? And is that just, as <laughs> I suspect, hot chocolate? <laughs> That's a bunch of baloney. They do it with scotch. <laughs> right. Ben says, why do Americans in films always down whiskey? What are you, what mean, are you supposed down to do it? with it? Probably Play instead of it? sip it. Probably in, he probably means instead of sip it. It depends upon the whiskey, the movie, and the whiskey. Um, yeah, you yeah. aren't supposed to, you know, slam a good, expensive, you know, scotch or a bourbon. You sip it. Uh, right. But doing shots of Jim Beam, that's a shot with yeah. the beer back, and then you vomit, and then it's all over. <laughs> then, you're to, then you're ready to rock and roll. But um, you sip sip good booze. You don't just you know chug it down. Right, or right. pour coke in it. Stop it. But you do see a lot of just downing it in movies now that I think about it. It depends. Um, yeah. Maul says, do Americans actually say words like jerk and douche, or is it just in films? <laughs> no, they say it a lot. They say uh, it a lot. douche, we're even asking. Yeah. <laughs> and we say worse than that, too, which is even mm-hmm. more fun. Why do Americans in films always seem to put plates with food on them still in the sink? I hate that. I hate it when somebody goes into a restaurant or a, a bar and they order a drink or or a, a, a meal. And when it gets there, they get pissed off at somebody in the scene and they just walk away from it. I don't get that at all. Oh, I hate What a that waste too. of food and booze. I hate that. Huh? I Order your beer, so drink bad. it, then leave. It's just dumb. Like that, 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 what's, oh, what is that movie? The... The tiny perfect map of tiny perfect things. They had this whole yeah. table of food and they left. Yeah, I, I don't think that's so just baloney. What, what a waste of time. Um, Adam says, do Americans actually do that thing in movies and TV where they leave their kid's bedroom completely untouched? Because that's weird. What do you mean? Some I don't do. know what that means. Well, oh, like does the, he, some parents, like will, when their kids die? will move out, they'll leave the room oh, like a shrine. Out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's kind of creepy, I think, but. That's just me. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would use the room as something. I don't know. Do Americans really eat ice cream out of the tub when they're sad, or is that just in movies? <laughs> no, that's real yeah. life, bro. That's. Uh-huh. <laughs> there are times, you know. Now, I I only eat now, you know, frozen yogurts or those kind of things. But there was a time when I didn't care, and I would get a, get a half gallon of the, of that Briars, you know, something and ate that son of a mm, gun down to the, the bone. bone. Yeah. But but that oh, doesn't work out when you get cream. older and you gain weight at everything you look at. So uh it's fun, but you just can't do it forever. No. I've never eaten it out of the tub. I mean, except for one spoonful and then I put the spoon in the sink. I have to put it in a bowl. Well, I I'm I don't care. I'm just white trash from Kentucky. Why do I care? It's a spoon. It's my house. It's me. Eat one. I'm, you know, Your I'll do what I want box. to with it. Yeah. Uh, Patat Ho says, do Americans actually walk out with a box when they get fired? Or is that a movie thing? <laughs> no. No, I think it's a real thing. You got yeah. to pack up your stuff. Yeah. This, Unless you get this, fired by Zoom, in which case you have to go back to the office, oh, get your God. box and get your stuff, and then get out. Yeah. 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 Um, this gal says, what else? and I don't know what else, the, I don't know how they do it or where she lives, but do Americans really carry groceries in paper bags or is that in movies only? You know, that's one of the things that has annoyed me since I was a kid uh, because in the 70s and the 80s, 
anybody who bought who who had a a bag from the grocery, there was a loaf of French bread and uh-huh. some celery. Always out of it. It's <laughs> come on, man. You aren't buying French bread in every movie that you're. It, it, it just looks stupid. <laughs> That's so true. I hate that. That and celery. Cut it out. You know they probably everywhere else probably uh, they probably use reusable bags as we should be. Get rid of plastic and paper. Come on. You got to have something to put in the litter box. So what do you want me to do? Well, that's true. That's true. I do. That's how I use it too. Here's one more funny uh, from Curfew Hater. Do Americans really be having kids that play trees in the school play, or is that just a TV thing? <laughs> yeah, they're a stage prop. They do, which play means trees. that your kid has no talent. Right. They're a stage prop. So that's. <laughs> You know, just learn, learn, learn to live with it. Uh, Thank you. That was good. All right. Back in a sec. This is Drake Digital. All right. Sid's got something. I always love these. Uh, It's really hard to get away with license plate um, fun. What do they call these things? Uh, Vanity vanity plates. plates? Yeah. And it's, you got to, is it six letters in every state or is it seven in some or whatever? But I know that it's really hard to sneak anything perceived to be ugly or nasty by these people because they've seen it all, I'm sure. You know, P-H-U-K-U ain't going to work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. And, but people have tried everything. And I guess on occasion they slip by. Now, I would, would presume that the worst of them come from the South because of our inbreeding and our heritage and all how all that works together. Uh, this one, though, is, is, is from Maine. And what is the story about this, Sydney? Well, yeah, and it's not necessarily a list of them, but remember how we talked a long time ago about how Maine would let people do their own vanity plates, and they didn't care. And they could, they could they, people did have, like, F snow or F this, and I mean, it probably didn't spell out the actual. Well, maybe it did. I don't know. It's. I doubt it, it. says that it says that. Because um, the kids sporting, might see it, and we can't have that. Yeah, so it says that some people were sporting uncensored plates that said stuff like that, and Maine let people do it for a while, and then I guess they got so many, out of you hand. know, whiners, yeah. and and because it, it got way out of hand, and so now they have. They have new rules that actually, this is, they have new rules that ban derogatory references to age, race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, gender identity, national origin, religion, or disability. Is somebody really going to say F the one-legged guy on their license plate? But anyway, (laughs) they have rules now. (laughs) Hop off into hell. They have... They, they now have new, like, I guess, that's, laws and rules that, have, that they've had to put into place because they were just... Anyway, in 2020, that's when a federal judge ruled... Well, actually, that California's ban on plates that are offensive to good taste and decency was overly broad. But no, wait anyway. a minute. Wait, wait, wait. So it took till 2020 for the people that govern in Maine to realize that people in general are pigs, and they gave them the freedom to put whatever they, they wanted to on the license plates and didn't have any questions or objections to any of it. So people will give them an inch, they'll take a mile, right? Well, yeah. That's what and happened so here. Maybe I'm guessing they, thought, they yeah, just went I'm, crazy. I'm, I'm guessing too. And so because they thought it was cool. It's like, well, let's let them. And now they've kind of, they now they're, they're reeling it in. And some people are mad you and they're appealing. Yeah. They're appealing. Oh. 
Now, I think only about 13 people have appealed, but this one I totally read wrong. And this, this guy's um, license plate is, he's, he is a vegan and his license plate says L-U-V-T-O-F-U. <laughs> now, I, you and I, the three of us, think I love no tofu or love to fuck. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, love to f you. No, no, no. It is love tofu, and he's appealing because he's like, whatever. I I had this plate, and you know, it's not either vulgar. he is a vegan or he was really quick on that rebuttal. <laughs> well, I love looking at a picture of him with his two love little to kids. Fu- uh, so he, okay. I think he's a vegan. But anyway, so that might offend are, the kids, and you know, bless their hearts. We got to protect all the kids from wrong. license plates and from drag queens. Yeah, so they are they're they're surprised, but we're pleasantly surprised. Whatever that only. So he's the only one that you have there. That's the only list. Or the only one on the list. Yeah, it's not. It's not a list. It's well, that well somebody's somebody's said vegan, and the E was a number three. What's wrong Seriously? with that? Seriously? Yeah. Th- exactly. What is wrong with that? Yeah. No, hold on, hold on. He w- this guy was offered that license plate. He was offered that license plate, but he as said no. As opposed to his little you. tofu thing. As opposed oh. to his, to, to, uh, to, yeah. But he decided he was done with vanity plates, so he's just getting. I just wonder how many things got through and before that one, till somebody got uptight and everybody has gotten their Got to, got in this uproar over, dear God, we can't offend anybody for any reason, and that seeped into Maine after not being a problem there for how long, and then somebody does a tofu one, and all hell breaks loose. I mean, it's oh, ridiculous. Man. So they're they're she's they say that most most motorists have been you know relinquishing their plates and like turning them in and and getting you know whatever well, they tracked them down and to, went through them to find the uh, ones that were sounds, deemed offensive. Yeah, sounds like it. Sounds like it. And it, so it says there have only been 13 appeals, but, you know, of course, there could be I more. we got to find wait, out what... You can't you, unring the, the bell. Okay, I know. I want to know, know what they, they are. I, you, okay, but, wait a minute. Wait a minute. But you can't unring that bell, Maine, when you let people get those, and then you're it's like, wait, wait, wait. It's on your whoa, car. Whoa. You see it, you drive along. Who cares? What license plates were banned in Maine? Uh... Residents in a state known for being laconic and even even tempered. Soon we're sporting uncensored plates pairing the F Ford with snow, haters, and ALS. That's not very funny. Uh, that's just mean. Um, Maine vegans plate taken away in state crackdown. Crack. Uh, <laughs> after Maine officials called inappropriate license plates. Please give me some more to make this worth the entire trip. Uh, there we go. L V T O F U is the is is the star of this story. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. She got an Libby who lost her B word plate. Got a custom plate celebrating her dog Zeus. Name for the god of thunder. That could be. It's a Greek god. No, she's being being sarcastic. Um, <laughs> right, right. Well, I'm trying to look here. No, this love to F you is the one that um, <laughs> has made it on the news. <laughs> Vulgar Vanity Plates came in May Monday, putting the brakes on requests. Um, what is the rarest state license plate to see? Uh, Alaska, 1921. Well, this is all stupid. I wanted to hear some funny license plates. 
You know well, what? You know what? Ooh, I remember one. <laughs> I remember one because we, when it might have been when we were talking about Maine in the past, and people actually getting getting them and what they were actually what they actually said, and then we had some texts from people who not necessarily saw license plates from Maine, but have seen some before and there are you know hilarious or i guess maybe gross to some or offensive to some or whatever basically does it be hilarious but there was one that was and i didn't get it until they had to text me back and go sit and i'm like oh (laughs) m-u-f-f-d-v-r oh yeah 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 (laughs) you are so naive it is kind of cute it It takes me a minute when i'm behind somebody and i'm reading what i hate divers it isn't dirty it's it's a, a scuba diver that wears a little hand muff to keep his hands warm and dry. Oh, it's it, it's not some little tiny elf exploring women's you know, hand no. warming things? Okay. No. <laughs> if you call it that a hand warming thing, you have bigger problems than I realized. <laughs> um, muff diver. Mm. That's just, you know, that's just adolescent humor, I suppose. Yes. Muff diver. I haven't heard that phrase or used it maybe ever in my life. I've heard it before, but we should get a collection of of stuff written written, that's written on uh, on the bathroom walls. Because back in the day, there was some really poetic, funny stuff on bathroom walls. But now there's not. Plus, I haven't been into in any kind of a bar in so long. I have missed out on God knows what kind of great poetry there. Unfortunate. Maybe Wes can start writing some, and we'll go out someday and just get some spray paint and go crazy. Yeah, I think that's a great field trip we should do. Yeah, you're I don't know why not. And, uh, just just get fallen down drunk and and like get an Uber and go out and and just spray paint stuff with bad words on it, just to be obnoxious because everybody else is. <laughs> Whatever. This you is can't Drake get Digital. Because I've been there. Whatever. This is Drake Digital. Talk about health and how to make yourself feel better and more productive and make your brain work better and make your guts healthier uh, is a goal for most people just to feel better and to operate in a world that's already hard enough to get through every day. When your brain works a lot better, then you just tend to be happier and less depressed and less anxious and all that stuff. So there are these stories every day that I see about exercise and about diet. The last one that, that made more sense was um, if you walk or do weights or something for about, let's say, you know, 10 minutes a day, you increase your longevity uh, considerably. Yesterday, I walked in Sam's, which is like going to walk <laughs> uh, where the Cowboys play at AT&T thing down there. And down, <laughs> it's, it's so freaking big. So I parked, you know, way away and I walked really fast and I fast walked right through Sam's uh, just for the health, you know, thing and just to get the hell out of there. Not because they aren't nice people, but because it's it's insane. Uh, so fast walking helps get some small weights and just, you know, just do what you can and don't don't overdo it, but don't underdo it either. That's why you turn into a, you know, slug and die. Now. We discuss, you know, vitamins as well. And I have not ever met any doctor, I don't think, uh, that speaks very highly of vitamins, especially the ones that are multivitamins. They are a waste of time 
And over the years that I have looked into this stuff and tried various things, I have to agree that the multivitamins are pretty much worthless. Because there's a, there's a ton of stuff in there, but it's in such you know small amounts, it's kind of pointless. So there are individual things that are not that don't fall into that category, like uh, let's say green tea or uh, beetroot or apple cider vinegar, which which comes in you know gummies now, um, and vitamin D and vitamin C and a B complex. All these things that do seem to have the right kind of benefits. So uh, this this doctor here, who is in the business of your immune system, that's what she does for a living. And she has researched and done things and still does um, all the time to find out what things um, really do have an effect on your body and which are a, a total waste of time. Now, it's hard to tell because there are, there are people... And I go into these you know, vitamin stores and used to, you would see, you know, um, some of these guys that, that, you know, that are trying to get all pumped up and you'd see a younger crowd. But these days you see a lot of people of an advanced age that are trying to find certain things to treat certain ailments. Well, this lady has uh, proposed four things that help your um, your immune system. Uh, they're full of, of healthy fats and fruits and vegetables. All of those things you should eat anyway. But if you don't and or can't, these supplements, she says, will help you reach your goals of having healthy insides and all that stuff. Um, number one, she says, vitamin C. Mm -hmm. Your body does not you know, make it normally. It is not stored in your body. So it needs to be replenished all the time. Uh, it's 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 just powerful for uh, inflammation, um, makes your immune system a lot stronger, and gets used up when you're sick and so forth. So vitamin C has been found to lower the uh, severity of a cold, which you probably heard your whole life, mm -hmm. and so that is on her list at number one. Uh, Five hundred milligrams twice a day. Vitamin D is repeated over and over and over again. All of us are deficient in vitamin D, especially females. But she calls this the superstar of all vitamins. Because it fights off all the bacterias and all the funk in you, um, things in your lungs, and that whole system are strengthened by use of vitamin D. It's not found in that many foods, except for, for a fatty fish, uh, cod liver, no thank you, uh, <laughs> but vitamin D affects your your uh, brain function. Um, she recommends uh, 2,000 IUs a day. I think I'm taking about 10,000 or more, but you can tell it if you don't do it. Zinc. I've been taking shots since COVID began. Every week that contain uh, vitamin C, zinc, and magnesium. And they are the ones that fight off the colds and all that stuff and just the general bacteria and viruses that get into your body. And <clears throat> um, it, short, it, 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 it does help when you have a cold. It will shorten the length of you know that. It's found at very high levels in oysters, beef, and crab, uh, plus in beans and pumpkin seeds, 
uh, cashews and other nuts and seeds. So zinc is a big one too. Uh, curcumin or curc curcumin uh, is the main ingredient in a turmeric root mm. and has been shown to bestow a number of health benefits. Now, I think that this stuff is in the compound that we take resveratrol, um, uh, but it is, uh, it's helpful in, in um, the, 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 the parts of your body that get, you know, that get um, inflamed. Uh, heart disease is a result of that and diabetes and things. So um, inflammatories are a big thing out there as most anybody in the health business will tell you. But uh, those four things are what she recommends. If you're not into it at all, at least look at, you know, C, D, and zinc and the curcumin. Um, there are many variations of that, some of them in a combination. But there's no doubt that eating, you know, fish and those things for your brain and the fruits and the veggies and a little bit of exercise make you function better in a world that's hard to function in <laughs> anyway. Yeah, well that, you yeah. know? Um, uh, and so any any advantage, take it. It's it, it it is worth the trouble to buy it and do it. It does make a difference. I do B C D calcium magnesium zinc. But a friend of mine, whenever I had I got accidentally got glass in my hand once and had to get it cut out and got had stitches. And she said take turmeric. And so I still have some, so maybe I'll yep. start that again daily. So, yeah. There are so many things that are aimed at, you know, certain things um, that, that, well, shoot, there's just, you know, so much stuff. The uh, green tea uh, comes in pills. That's easy. Uh, beetroot is really good uh, for your blood sugar levels and for just, you know, tons of stuff. Um, so um, I guess the easiest thing to do is to read about it and see what works the best for you. Uh, what else? I want to hear about this. If you have a hard time with a meditation, and I have known friends uh, or people that have done, um, you know, TM or a form of it for years, and they swear by it, and they never miss a day. They sit for about a half hour someplace quiet, and they close their eyes, and the concept originally was that you're given a word uh, by some, you know, TM master or something. And it is your word and your word only, and you can't tell anybody what it is. My theory has always been, it's the same friggin' word for everybody. Uh, but I wonder if the word is a common word like peace or love or God or calm, or is it some kind of... Indian word, I have no idea. Uh, but it works for some people who can be still that long and just have your brain totally wipe out everything. And they come back out of their little trance and they feel better and they work better and they it just seems to be helpful to many, many people who've had great success. Now, uh, Wes has a piece about if you cannot do that, the nearest I can come is to lay in bed and just breathe everything away and clear my mind and picture myself in a white room with white curtains and white clothes just sitting there in a trance with white noise and just see what happens. Now, I might, 
I guess, explode into flame. Now, that'd be cool. But um, but there are <laughs> other ways to, anyway. to uh, meditate if you can't sit for a half hour and just breathe and think. What are the words? Yeah. Are, are well, the uh, methods? Alcohol and weed or what? <laughs> well, this is a way to avoid that. This whole thing comes from a guy who tried to meditate and he just couldn't do it like you. He couldn't and he couldn't sit still. If he was calm already, it, then it, it would work okay. But if he was trying to do it while agitated in order to calm down, it just made things yeah. worse. Yeah. And he told his therapist this, and she instantly said that she wouldn't, she definitely wouldn't recommend meditation for someone with this profile. And he asked her why. And she said that for some people with histories of unprocessed trauma, physical disassociation, or other things, meditation does exactly what he experienced. It just makes things worse if you're agitated, mm. it increases things. So uh, he's saying, the moral isn't don't meditate, but if it doesn't work for you, you hear some other things. And the first one that he says is what you were just talking about visualization. Yeah. He, you just, in his case, he creates a garden in his mind, a place he can yep. go, and he can go to this place, add things to it, or change things around, and it just it can calm you down if you can focus in your head that you're visually someplace else and explore that. Another thing, the second one on this list is coloring. Is that adult coloring books had a big, you know, heyday a little while ago, but for yeah. a lot of people, just being able to physically do something with your hands and kind of mm -hmm. zone out, zen out just on putting colors in places lets you shut out everything else that's going on, and that can calm you down. He also ha says uh, drumming works for a lot of people because the repetition of sounds and mo uh, movements, that's what you get focused on, and that helps shut everything else out. It lets Learn you to play a wipeout. Yeah. Or, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. do you still have your drum strike? <laughs> or Moby Dick off Zeppelin too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Master that. Yeah. yeah. Some of those things are hard enough, though, that to drum them right, you really have to focus on the drumming and you're not worried about you know, your student loans or whatever anymore. Right. Mm hmm. Uh, cloud gazing is another thing because you just relax. The whole bunch of light enters your eye and that can uh, do you good. And also, you're outside. Until you begin to see the devil's face in the clouds. Or a, <laughs> yeah, or something bad. A, you know, werewolf or something coming to eat you. So that, <laughs> then it might be time to public. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and this, uh, this one I'd never heard about, but it makes sense. Morning Pages. He says it's a creative tool designed by this writer. And you just, first thing in the morning, you write three longhand pages just about whatever. Your, your dream, what you're worried about, what you want to do, what annoys you, what's bugging you today, what bugged you last night. And you don't even have to keep them. You don't have to read them. No one has to read them. You just have to write this stuff down and get it out of your system with hmm. pen to paper. And he says you can toss them when you're done. It's just a way to get stuff out instead of you know, leaving it in your head. And yeah, the other that's been advice for a, for a long time is to write this stuff down either at night before you crash or in the morning when you get up to just write the things down that bother you. And that is some kind of a, a cathartic way to um, get them out of your head. I don't know if that works or not, but most writers write in the morning early. I saw this story over the weekend from some guy who has a bunch of kids and his house is just utter chaos all the time. So he has learned to get up at uh, 4 o'clock in the morning. And he has three hours of peace until 7 o'clock when the kids and the dogs and the wife get up and everything is utter chaos like it is in many homes. I live in one of those. But he found his peace by getting up 
and doing that. And he wrote for a few hours and just sat and just, you know gazed away and got his mind at peace. And then and then it was all destroyed by his family. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Having uh, it set up having it set up as peace before the chaos begins gives you a yeah. good place to start though. Yeah, yeah, it does. But most writers write in the morning early uh, and some write all day. I know that that uh, Stephen King, uh, you, you know, famously, there are people that write for eight hours a day like it's a job. They get up, they write all day long. At five o'clock, they're done. So everybody has their own their own groove, I guess. And I would think getting up and writing something down, even if you throw it away, at least it's out of you, and yeah. maybe it'll help you face whatever it is, since it's out and it's on paper. You know, or you can yeah. just, uh, you know. Um, avoid the whole, you, you know, thing, and you know, screw it. Just <laughs> never stop thinking about it, and um, well, dwell on it till it drives you crazy. I, there's two. There's two other things here, and the other is something that you know, comes up a lot for all kinds of things. It's just going for a walk. It's yeah, easy. It's helps. accessible for most people. And if you feel yeah. stuck when trying something, just engaging yep. the body helps you out. And the last one, one I would have never thought of, but thinking about it. I can see where it would help people watching Bob Ross painting videos. <laughs> he's no, got this funny. very soothing voice and he's always positive about things. And uh, yeah. they're all really available uh, online. And some people says even hearing the swishy sounds of his brush against the canvas triggers ASMR reactions in some people. And some think, well, um, I know that now. Back to the uh, the 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 uh, coloring books. Yeah. For Christmas this year, we bought uh, some folks in our family. You can now buy um, these uh, canvases, and they are numbered, and it's paint by number. And the product, once it's done, is a gorgeous painting. But they give you uh, the uh, the uh, blank canvas and the paints, and you can paint it yourself, and that is a calming thing to do. Yeah. So you're you're so you're kind of you know you're kind of you can you can be your own Bob Ross. Yeah. Exactly. See, and I yeah. got so buy a fake afro and put it on and just <laughs> talk real well yeah, like yeah, this, yeah. and you'll be your own little Bob Ross band. So, I got my wife a uh, series of adult coloring books some time back, and it's, uh, it's they are pretty cool. They, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, show, I, I think I sent you the picture of the one that uh, you color this very nice-looking Mandela sort of thing with leaves and and brightness and all this nice stuff all around it. And the central message inside is, karma, it's pronounced ha-ha, F you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, whatever it takes, everybody has their own their own uh, little, you know, peaceful spot, their own happy place. So yeah. find yours and you'll be... Um, Maybe happier. I don't know. This is Drake Digital. Uh, we're gonna check some some text in a moment. And uh, first, I want to know what this is. Uh, the um, tease from Sid was the most played rock band on radio around the world. Mm -hmm. Now consider the. I wonder how. Now I know that in England the radio is not like ours. They have a couple of choices, right? Uh, the BBC is one, and there's Radio 1 or something, but they don't have the same kind of, you know, heading up the dial that we have in this country. I don't know how it works in Canada. 
I don't know how it works in other European countries um, or in Australia or in Japan or in China. I have no clue what their choices are. They are, I would guess, limited and not like the choices we have here, which become worse all the time if you're searching for something that is not annoying or just bad. Um, <laughs> so... All those things being said, uh, first of all, does anyone know who has what kind of radio in the world besides us? I don't. Do you, Wes? No, there's... I figured you might be looking it up, though. Oh, no. Not, what, what the, you know, wide breadth of kind of songs that we play? I don't know. I don't I know where else you're going to... You're no. potentially going to go from, I don't know, uh, Neil Diamond to Van Halen. Radio and TV are not as competitive elsewhere as they are in this country. This is why people are so highly misinformed uh, and or annoyed and or stupid because they, they have too many choices and they often choose the wrong ones. But that's a whole different discussion. Uh, so all that being said, we have no idea who has what as far as that goes. Um, what is the most played band in the world? Well, they are also the more, the fourth most played artist across all genres, according to analytics service Vibrate. They crunched numbers, and they around 50 million tracks and videos were included in their scan, along with 500 festivals, in an effort to help developing artists establish themselves in the industry. They calculated that rock was the fourth biggest genre on Spotify, behind pop, hip-hop, and Latin. And on YouTube, rock was also the fourth biggest Analysis of over 24,000 radio stations in 150 countries proved that rock was the second biggest genre in the medium um, next uh, behind pop. So this band came in fourth on the list of most played artists with The Weeknd, Dua Lipa, and Ed Sheeran. But the most played rock band on radio around the world, do you want to guess, either of you? Not Taylor Swift because she's not rock. Um, not Led Zeppelin. They're too old. Uh, not the Beatles. Uh, they're too old. Um, uh, Dexie's Midnight Runners. <laughs> that is always your go-to. That's always your go-to. And now everybody in Memphis has the stupid song and video in their head. Thanks. Oh, Wesley, uh, uh, do you do you know? Uh, Husker do. No idea. Queen. Oh, okay. Queen is the most played rock band on radio around the world. Hmm. Okay. They <laughs> haven't done a new record in <laughs> 30 years oh, the, what, yeah. or more. When did Freddie die? Early 91. 80s? One. Oh, 91. 91. Okay. So they had some. It's been that long? Yeah. So they had some songs out in the 80s and. Um, their last album with all, with the the original four was Innuendo, which we're playing a couple of tracks from actually, uh, and I think that came out in late ninety or ninety no in ninety one is when that came out too. I bet you that that movie, which I guess was shown all over the world, really helped to pump some life back into that band. Plus oh, sure. the fact oh, that they yeah. had, they 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 never really stopped. They. Um, uh, Paul Rogers from from a bad company 
uh, and from Free, did two tours with them. Uh, Adam Lambert, from one of those bad TV shows, um, did one before Paul Rogers, I think, and then does and did some afterward, and still tours with them. Uh, Brian May is still there. Um, the other two, are they still there or not, Wes? Um, Roger Taylor, the drummer, Roger, is he still there? Uh, yeah, Roger and, is still there. And John Dean the, bailed the, a long time ago. Yeah, he, he said, you know, I'm done with this. Y'all do what you want. Keep giving me my share of the money, but do what you want. <laughs> well, that movie had to have injected some life back into that band. Oh, sure. Oh, um, sure, sure, sure. Plus, you know, Wayne's World didn't hurt. That was 30 years ago, too. Um, I guess it's not surprising. I don't know. I, And they've had songs in various movies. That doesn't hurt. Right. Um, and now this, and this anal analytics service crunched the numbers behind every relevant music and social media channel. So Spotify, Beatport, TikTok, and all these radio stations and, and, and festivals, like I said. So, and videos. So it's kind of all this big, huge lump scan that they did on music and Queen. Sounds pretty accurate, I guess. Most I, played I rock band on radio around the world. Wow. I mean, you hear them all the time. You have always heard them all the time. Like, I'm sick uh, of them. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Another one bites the dust. It's on my nerves. Um, here, my best friend is annoying. Fat Bottom Girls is, is um, uh, sexist. Um, or is it? Um, Bohemian Rhapsody is. I'm, I'm so sick of that song. A it's legend. good. Yeah, I'm not but, saying it's bad, but I'm so tired of it. It's a piece of magic, though. I mean, it, it's oh, just yeah. it's just unbelievable. And they were told that it would never work. It was way too dramatic. Not going to happen, guys. Thanks for the advice, experts. You're always yeah. right. Um, <laughs> uh, Stairway to Heaven is too long. It'll never work. It sucks. It's way too long. Not going to happen. Uh, Queen, I'll be damned. Well, well mm -hmm. good for them. Uh, some of the textuses we get, 901-878-9420. Who has chimed in from various parts of the country? Oh, somebody says, Queen is just is just that gosh darn good. Okay, thank you. Well, that's profound. Thanks. Yeah. I know. Um, this person says, uh, and, I and I found out where they're listening. They kept their New Orleans number, but they're listening in Clark's Boogie Dale, Mississippi. Um, Clark's Boogie Day. Has a 30 has year changed? What what'd you say? No, no, no. <laughs> anyway, as a 30 year plus listener, it's really refreshing to have you back. You, Wes, and Sid are just great. Keep it up. P.S. Drake, you will know that the end of time is here when Three Dog Night and Bad Company make it into the Hall of Fame. <sighs> That's one of the things that uh, taints my view of that entire scam of a presentation. Uh, beside the fact that it's in uh, Cleveland, for God's sake, and should obviously be in Memphis, how do you ignore Paul Rogers and Free and Bad Company and that voice of his? Um, and Three Dog Night was a band that got no respect from the industry because they, they, they didn't write their own songs. But um, their talent was undeniable. They had... I don't know how many hits that were number one. They, without them, you wouldn't have heard, most likely, of Elton John or Harry Nielsen or, oh, good God, this list goes on forever. 
Um, Randy Newman, Mama told me he wrote that. Um, a ton of people. And they did their songs and they were so, so gifted as a vocalist and as they were huge, huge band in the uh, 70s. And then things got sideways and uh, Chuck Negron left the band because he was badly hooked on heroin and everything else and um, he never came back. That band was begun by uh, Danny Hutton, who is the only one that is still in the band. Uh, Corey Wells died. A few, he was the star uh, of that band, I always thought. But he passed away, and they made no reference to him on the website, on nothing anywhere, which made me hate Hutton even more. And I, in fact, one night went to their website and sent a profane as I could possibly get little message to him and called him names I wouldn't call anybody any time <laughs> really? ever. I wrote, you selfish mother effing C, because um, he's the guy that makes all these decisions. Now, uh, Chuck Negron, um, one, of the, one of the most incredible voices I've ever heard in my life, and he's uh, got to be 80, and... You know, why couldn't you bring him back for one last go-around? But Hutton would never do it. And so Hutton is out there on the road still. The only guy that's in the band that was there from the beginning is the guitar player. Uh, Mike Alsop, I believe, is his name. The rest of them are either dead uh, or close. But they will never get their due, not ever, because they didn't do their own songs. Although they had hit after hit after hit. And they just get no respect, and it sucks. And uh, Paul Rogers, how do you how do you not acknowledge that guy's ongoing gift? He's he's remarkable. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest voices of the '70s uh, gets gets no love at all. I I don't understand it. But the but you know um, some of these bands that are in there, it just blows my mind. Rufus, give me a large personal break. Um, but no Three Dog Night, no Bad Company. Kiss finally got in, Rush got in, uh, and there are others that have been left behind, but there are some that you just, you, I just don't understand it. Because they don't you know, lobby for it, and the people that make the picks are the you know rock elite guys at you know, labels and guys at various magazines who are all the big shots, and they don't take any of these bands you know, seriously. Because they weren't something enough, which is just wrong. Mm -hmm. So that's my two cents. All right, uh, go ahead. He also he also says every station should pattern themselves after you and pay you royalties. That's nice. That's very nice. Well, thank you. We have we have we. This is a. I sat up here night before last or whenever it was and listened to this station for hours, and it, it it's so entertaining that it entertains me, and that's really hard to do. But it's so much fun, and every song is something different, and um, it seems to be, you know, gaining in uh, people that hear it and go, "Wow, what is this?" So, uh, yeah, uh, thank, here, you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and here's much. an email about that exactly. And I asked Alexa, "Where is area code 408?" And it's California. So this guy named Tim says, "Hello, Drake and staff. When you played 
John Prine, Tommy Bolin, and Roy Buchanan, along with all the other music, I was sold. After growing up with XRT in Chicago, That's right. I, had, I had not found any station anywhere that came even close to the variety played on a daily basis until now. I moved here in March, and this station is the best thing I've found in Memphis. There are a couple of artists I've yet to hear on the station. Not sure if it's an overriding personal dislike for these artists. It Probably. is your it is your station, and after all, your choice. But I would like to know if you would please add them to your playlists. Who Primarily, he has about four. Primarily, Joe Jackson, which I thought we played Joe Jackson. Uh, um, but is she not. really going out with him? Was a hit? Um, oh, I forgot about that Stepping one. out. Stepping out. I'll write it down. All right. <laughs> uh, Michael Check. Penn. Okay, Michael Penn. Uh, he had one hit. He's married to Amy Mann, which makes him oh. good in my book. Uh, Michael Penn. What was his hit? I'll 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 find it. And right. uh, Theodosius Ferocious. He says it's Next. great white buffalo no and I don't know. And anything from Tom Morello. We play Tom Morello, bro. Oh yeah, we do. Just yeah. add another L in his last name, but in parentheses and next to Tom Morello, he he's, Tom is he awesome. writes. He writes, my mother provided daycare as he was growing up. That's crazy. Um, Tom and then Morello a, is a brilliant guy and uh, yeah, and a fine guitar player who can do anything. He's, he is, he's just unbelievable to me. But I wish he would cut his strings off because they they're all up at the top of his thing <laughs> and they're all, all over the place and it Flying makes around. me nervous because they're messy. Yeah, I just yeah, don't like yeah, that. Yeah. Do, we, do we play Rage Against the Machine? Yeah. yeah, something by Rage in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay, rage. Yeah. And then a short list of who who he would love to hear now and then. He says, "Older Genesis." Why don't you get your own station there, boss? I know, Tim. Um, older kidding. Genesis, which which we play. We some play Genesis. some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lamb lies Charlie, down and yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is Charlie? He just says Charlie. Uh, uh I have no idea. Okay. I don't know. Spandau Ballet. Uh, 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 Spandau. Uh, 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 oh, true is an incredible <laughs> song, but it's um, it's almost at that '80s point where it's a little. Uh, I love the song, yeah, but I don't know that it's going too far over to the other side. I'm, 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 it's a great tune. It is a great. I'll write. Tune. I'll write it down just to maybe play with it. We'll see. Um, he's, you, he says he says in excess, which we do. We play a, oh, yeah. a, a ton mm-hmm. of them. Tears for fears. Um, I'm not sure I can hang with shout shout let it all out. Yeah. on these nuts. It was ever good. Again. But <laughs> it was, what was their other song after that? Everybody wants to rule that. Oh yeah, world. that was that was pretty good. And then uh, Roy Orbison, just, which we do. We play Roy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know about Tears for Fears. They had a new song that I found a couple of weeks back, and didn't we hear it? Uh, well, it sucked, uh, is the yeah, answer. I, yeah. um, <laughs> it just it it just sucked. But Shout was played so much, um, but maybe that's just me being burnt on it. But but I thank you for the ideas. I, I, I wrote down a few of these, so I will go yeah. and search, and we add stuff all the time, sir, so... Thank you very and, much for yeah, your love. And, and Tim, we don't play too much Doors and Credence, so shut it. No, in his uh, opinion, the Doors we do, but... some, somehow come up a lot, and um, we may have to um, look at that because 
There's probably 15 songs by them in there, but we have a system and a structure, I believe it or not, and they do pop up a lot. Uh, but that's one of the most overlooked, I think, uh, you know, bands of that that uh, that that era. They were so far ahead of their time, um, you know, lyrically mm-hmm. and with their music, um, that they just got overlooked. And then Jim died at what twenty seven, the big yeah. number. Um, but the Doors uh, did some incredible work. But um, yeah, sometimes it's just the luck of the draw. Because I hear things and I think I'm hearing that too much, but. It just depends so, upon when you punch it up and what you hear. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, there's a lot yeah. of luck to it because the doors I just checked they play four or five times a day. Yeah, that's yeah that may be I don't know it's there are just you know some bands that um, you know we have over two thousand songs in here so sometimes yeah. we we alter how we do it and uh, make changes and add new things and uh, so you know it's an ongoing process. We'll be tweaking yes. it forever. Yes, yeah, and so sure. thank you, Tim. He says the three of you crack thanks, me up, Tim. and I really enjoy the station. Keep the vinyl spinning. So thanks, Tim. That's nice. Yeah, we use vinyl. Thank you, Tim. Uh, that's, <laughs> that, that's how we roll. Okay, dokie. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. This is Drake Digital.